Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Movement Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Welcome everyone to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I am Anthony Bermudez, your host, and once again, Derek Carlson in the house. What's up? Anthony, it is so good to be back. You know, I find that our intros have to be like the Simpsons ending. You know how like when you have the intro at the end of the couch, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to always figure out a different way of no, doing no, it. But okay, we, we get bored. We get fired though. up. We get fired up though. <laughs> well, Derek, I mean, it's about to be the end of the first quarter here in 2019, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and this is where a time where the agents and people that are selling real estate uh, are able to gauge how they're doing in actuality versus goals. And you Absolutely. have some people that, man, they're just hitting out of the ballpark, crushing it. But then you probably have some agents that, man, are underwhelming, underperforming. And I know with your company, you've seen that already happening. So what, what are your thoughts of that as we're ending the first quarter and expectations of realtors, sales versus reality? Well, first of all, I see this all the time. Um, if you're right, a couple of things. Um, I need you to understand something. If you're not getting the results that you want this month, paint a picture of what you were doing 90 days ago. Tell me what you were doing 90 days ago because usually what I find, what I find mm-hmm. is that if I go back 90 to 120 days, there's usually a story that you're going to tell me. Oh, maybe okay. some maybe you got sick, maybe a family member was sick, maybe you went on vacation. Maybe uh, it was the holidays and you kind of scaled it down a little bit because right. your results today are from the input of what you did 90 days ago, 120 days ago. Sure. So that's the first thing that I ask the agent is, listen, go back. If you're not happy with the results, go back and I really need a, a truth test. What were you doing 90 or 120 days ago that's affecting you right now? Did you switch a lead generation system that you were using? Did you change something? Did you change real estate mm-hmm. companies? We see that quite a bit, yes, right? Yes, right. Um, what were you doing 90 to 120 days ago? Because that's affecting you now. So if we can figure out where the gap was, then we can look at the results today and say, okay, now we know how to fix it. Now, short of that, real estate is a cycle, okay? Um, many of our top agents, so if you, if you struggled the first quarter of 2019, I can tell you this right now, I've seen this before. I've seen this story before. I have several top agents around January, February. They're freaking out. Derek's season, uh, nothing. Uh, we've got nothing going on, and this is the worst season I've ever had. And yeah. then next thing you know, they sell uh, 20-something million in sales that year, and they crushed it <laughs> right. and met every goal, right? Uh, but every year, we have to go through the cycle again, and I have to walk them off the ledge, per se, and say, listen, we've talked about this before. Don't worry about it. Your business is not designed for, apparently, because I hear the story every damn year, you're, this is the pattern you go through. This mm. is the process. Stop freaking out. This is a marathon, not a sprint, okay? And then at the end of the year, I remind them, remember when you were freaking out in January and February? Right, right. Okay. Now, short of that, short of that, I want everybody to realize, like, listen, here's the deal. If you had a bad quarter, you still have three quarters of the year left. Don't beat yourself up. Right? April 1st is another chance for you to reset. No different than January 1st. Mm. Stop putting these artificial timelines in your head and just realize that you have a chance to restart. 
Now, I tell agents restart every Monday. That's just something that I have gotten into my DNA that if I had a bad week the week before, mm-hmm. whether I you know, had a good week or a bad week, to me it doesn't matter because I treat it the same way. I start Monday mornings off with nothing. I basically have nothing in the pipeline. I have nothing going on. I need to work my ass off to get to my goals. And I do that on a weekly basis. So I encourage the agents out there. You know what? If you had a bad quarter, a lot of realtors did, right? We know that you can do better. So that means the next three, you know, three quarters of the year, you're going to crush it. But here's the thing, boo-hooing about it, it's not going to get you anywhere, Yeah. right? And again, I've seen the worst of the worst situations happen to realtors. I've seen them get sick themselves. I've seen family members go through adversity that you can only, you know, some families can only imagine like cancer and a lost, uh, you know, the, uh, someone had uh, passed away in their family and they still have to figure it out because guess what? The bill collector still shows up. That's right. The kids still have needs, right? So here's the deal. One thing that I tell all the agents is, listen, every quarter is another chance. In fact, every Monday is another chance to reset. You start every Monday at the same opportunity as every realtor in your community. Start it off fresh with a new set of, a new outlook, positivity. Don't boo-hoo it. Don't care what happened yesterday. Yesterday is not paying your bills tomorrow, right? And again, let's go the other way with it. You had a killer quarter. Mm-hmm. I see this happen. Person comes to the office, right? All stressed out. It's around November, December. I've got nothing going on, Derek. Nothing going on. And I see them, they're working their ass off. And then those commission checks start coming in. Right. About three months later, four months later. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to take the kids to Disney for five and a half weeks. (laughs) And then five and a half weeks later, I see the same realtor back in the office, late nights, scrambling. They jack up 20 more contracts that start coming in four months from now. Then they take a breather again. Mm. It's like taking the foot off the gas, right? Right when you're, you're about to hit maximum capacity. Why do that? Stay steady throughout the entire year. Why would you want to live where every quarter you have success, but the next quarter you have a heart attack? Yeah. Steady. Consistency. Consistency. And what I found is that the agents that can handle the consistency, the grind. All of you should be doing at least two and a half to three hours a day of lead generation Monday through Friday, whether it's a call and expired listings, call and FISBOs, or posting ads on Google or Facebook or Craigslist or whatever. You should be doing that because here's the deal. Again, what you do today does not affect you today. Mm-hmm. If you and I, Anthony, if I was a realtor still, you and I wanted to go to the beach today, what bad would happen? What bad thing would happen to me tomorrow? Nothing. Nothing. In fact, I can go to the beach today and tomorrow with you. Go get some of those cocktails we talked about earlier, right? But the reality of it is, nothing bad's going to happen this week. Yeah, yeah. You know when we're going to feel that lack of work? 90 days from now. That's why agents are not hitting their goals, in my opinion. It has nothing to do with the economy. But Derek, um, the, 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 the buyers are really not buying. Bullshit. Right. Go into the MLS and look at how many closed sales happened last month. Yeah. I don't care what our percentage is down. If there's more than five closed sales that happened last month, why didn't you get them? Yeah. For your family. It's your business. Yeah. If somebody was buying in town, they should be choosing you. Yeah. And again, you know how I know that? It's a lot of agents use the crutch. 
And boy, I'm fired up right now. And I was one of them. That's why I'm, and all I did was wasted time mm-hmm. when I used the crutch. Well, uh, I'm not making money in 2008 and 2007 because the, the market turned on me. Really? All I know is that people that went after foreclosures and short sales made like, more money. They were making a killing. They were crushing it. As I was boo-hooing about life. Yep, you're right. About how the horrible real estate market turned on me. Yeah. You know what? I gave up. Yeah. And every single one of you that are listening to this podcast today, let me remind you, you are your own boss. You are your own boss. If you don't like the results, fire your boss, which is you. Yeah. And come up with a different path and a different game plan because you're the only person to blame. You're the only person that's taken the actions to put you in the situation that you're currently in. If you don't want those results, stop doing those actions. Right. If, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, mean, I have so much passion. I want agents to succeed because, listen, real estate's not, not it, it, it's definitely not easy, but it's not difficult as well. Yeah. Some agents are making it super difficult because they overanalyze things without taking action. They follow the wrong action. They follow the next shiny object right. versus buckling down and learning the tried and true of calling expired listings or FISBOs or Google ads or Facebook. They, they run to the shiny object because... They weren't satisfied with how long the process was taken, right? And that's what I was going to say to you about trusting the process. Do you think that people that are currently having some – they're not meeting their expectations at the end of the first quarter. Do you think – what you, you would attribute to it not trusting the process of the things that you teach and others that are known to be successful tools? They're not patient. They're not patient. They go to one Google Ads class. They go home that afternoon, try it hit a little bit of adversity mm-hmm. and quit right? because the next thing you know, and, and, and again, I don't blame them. I blame the industry as they were trying Google ads. Somebody out there sent them an email saying, Hey, I got a quicker way to get you from point A to point B. And they shut down their computer on the Google ads training, which we know is tried and true or Facebook ads or expired listings. Instead of focusing on that, mm-hmm. they go to the shiny object. So I don't think they're being patient. Now, I've done classes in the past where I've I've mentioned this, and I may have mentioned this in a podcast. Doctors go to school for 14 years to become a doctor. 14 years from beginning to end, not including high school, okay, to become a doctor. And the average doctor, when they do get that license, makes about 150 grand a year. We have rookie realtors making 150 grand on one transaction. But... I don't want to learn how to do a mega open house. I don't want to learn how to do Google ads for the next three weeks and shut down everything I know to really become an expert on Google ads. I don't have the patience. Mm -hmm. But these doctors had the patience to go to school for 14 years to walk out with about 300 grand (laughs) worth of debt and student loans. But you don't want to learn Google ads for the next week and a half. And here's the other thing. The resources are readily available. Anthony, you can literally go to YouTube right now and type in any subject involving our real estate industry and watch multiple videos from experts on how to do that thing. So there is no excuse. Like I said, if you're not happy with the results, fire your boss and you are the boss. So what I talk to agents when I try to get them back on onto the, the winning side of the playing field. I talk to them about what they've been doing. I ask them about their daily schedule. I put them on the spot. I say to them, okay, 
I need to know what you've been doing the last seven days. I didn't keep track. Okay, great. For the next seven days, I need you to keep track of every single movement you make in, the, in a 24-hour period. And I need that for seven days. I'll talk to you in a week. And then I'll look at it. All right, Jimmy, thank you for coming in. Uh, we're going to go over some things that I think I'm going to try to help you. But let's read your schedule first. Jimmy, is it true that you woke up at 10 o'clock on Tuesday? Yes. Okay, you went to the gym for an hour and a half. Yep, you showered. It says here you went to lunch with your friend Marlo at 1 o'clock to 2. And then at 2 o'clock, you posted some Craigslist ads. All I know is the other top agents in town have been working since 8 a.m. You posted your first income-producing activity at 2. You have a, you have a scheduling problem. Your calendar is killing you, and it's hurting your career right now. That's the first thing that I look at with any agent that is not having the success they want is their schedule. Because most of the time I see a pattern on what the top producers do. 8 to 11 every day, Monday through Friday, they lead generate. Income producing activities. Call expired listings. Post Craigslist ads. It's all about income. Then they spend the second half of the day managing their business. That's a pattern that I see. But if you're not starting to work at noon or one o'clock every day because you don't have a boss that's keeping you accountable, then that's going to be a problem. You're going to have very limited success. So the first thing I will do, get back on track with your schedule. We've all fallen off schedule. I fall off my schedule when I get sick. I've been sick three, four days, let's say. Once a year I get sick. But when I do, I find myself in there. I don't get on the computer until 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's a little bit slower pace, right? But here's the thing. You will hurt your business if it goes beyond a couple of days. If you're vacation, you know, some people go on vacation for two, three weeks. They have a hard time transitioning back to work, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is get your schedule under control. The second thing I would do, you got to find out your lead sources and understand the numbers. If you all of a sudden you were buying leads from Zillow last year or last quarter, and you were crushing it, but this quarter, you haven't gotten anything that's kind of uh, turned into a real deal. Look at that. Maybe it's time to go to Commissions Inc. or Boomtown. Stop throwing good money quarter after quarter after bad return on investments. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I see agents do that all the time. But Derek, I always used to just, you know, I, I always bought 17 bus stop benches for my advertising. Yeah, in 1985. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you've got to always make sure you're looking at your sources of lead generation. You're looking at the results. You're seeing what's working. And every single month, you're shifting and adjusting to what's not working versus what's working. Okay? That's the fastest way that I've seen agents that were having great months, great quarters. All of a sudden, they're failing. Yeah, because uh, Facebook ads made a couple of changes. And you weren't, you didn't adjust. You didn't, you didn't adapt to the changes that Zuckerberg had. Right, right. So and my second thing is, is look at your leads, look at your lead sources. 80% of your day needs to be on income producing activities. And you've got to study those numbers more than ever. Okay. The third thing, your mindset, your mindset has to be top notch. Listen, every single day. And I've been using this quote to you lately. I call it the punch in the stomach. Every single day. 
You wake up at 8 o'clock because you're a business owner. You don't know when bad news is going to come. It could be a deal going sideways. It could be whatever it is. You're a, you're a CEO. Yeah. And that's what you get paid for, a CEO level type of issues. But here's the deal. You're going to let something that bad that happened that morning affect you for the rest of the day? Now, I'm again, I'm preaching to the choir because that's happened in my career. And it's very, very difficult. But here's the deal. CEOs and bosses don't let that affect them because they know the bigger picture is running the company. They handle adversity. They handle those punches in the gut. Okay? And again, it can come at you at any point. Somebody did something stupid out there that you have to handle now. Maybe your client, your buyer, now if that affects your commission, goes out and bought a new truck when they were going for financing. Yeah. And now you've got to handle it. Doesn't mean the world's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Maybe a buyer stabs you in the back and goes to a builder without registering you. Yes, that sucks. But don't let it affect you. Your mindset must be bigger than any one deal or any one bad thing that happens to you that day. Because guess what? If you let that affect your income producing activities, you're going to be hurting 90 days from now when those commission checks stop coming in. Right. And most people get discouraged right away like that, though, Derek. It's like it's like the instant gratification people want when they put the time into something. And I think what they fail to understand is that to be a top producer and to be somebody that's successful year in and year out, they're having a certain process, things that they're following to a T, and they're consistent with it. Yeah. You know, It's not something where, okay, it worked this quarter, it didn't work this quarter, then let's go ahead and, and just kind of cancel. It seems like the consistency is there whether they're succeeding or not. For the people that I've known that are successful in real estate, it's like they just have their systems, they adapt, they adjust, and they trust the process that they're in. They have to. And they know the money will follow. They have to. They have to trust their process. I have an agent right now that I know very, very well. She sells about four to five properties a year, and that's it. Okay? Each one of these properties is about four and a half to five million bucks a piece, though. Imagine if you, it's June of that year, and you had a goal of selling 20, 25 million that year in sales. Yeah. Imagine in June, because you, you focus on those big grand slam home runs four to five times a year. Imagine if it's June, and you haven't had anything under contract. Mm, yeah. But you know something? As long as I've known that person... She's always met her goals. Somehow, some way. Right. Even though she went six months, she somehow got to the 20 million. Yeah. And it's just, that's, she trusts the process. Yeah. She knows it's a numbers game played across 365 days. So don't let one quarter, one day, one week uh, set you back. Yeah. You can't. Right? You got to stay above that. And again, as the CEO and boss, the hardest thing that you're ever going to have to overcome in real estate is that you do not have to report to anybody. There's nobody watching your actions. Um, there's nobody that's going to tell you because you're an independent contractor, whether you had five transactions last week or nothing in the last six months, mm-hmm. there's nobody that's going to tell you, Hey, we can always offer advice. We can always offer training. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is nobody's going to tell you to do it but yourself because you're the boss. Right. You're the CEO. So at the end of the day, and I'm going to wrap this up, the number one way that I believe you can get out of a rut, look at your business plan, adjust your business plan. 80% of your day needs to be on income producing activities. Here's the deal. Stop chasing the shiny objects. Pick three things and be an expert. Now, if you were asking me what three things would I be an expert on, 
I'm going to add four because you can do all four. Number one, expired listings if I wanted uh, listings. Number two would be Google ads. Number three would be Facebook ads or pay-per-click. Mm-hmm. And number four would be, and this is in no particular order, would be to make sure that I didn't, ne- I never dropped the ball on my sphere of influence, right? And I see a lot of agents, they try to do a hundred different things and they never are an expert at anything. Right. And as, like you said, if you know, like you said, these systems, how can you have a hundred different systems? Have four. Yep. One to go after expires, one to call your sphere, one to do Google ads on a regular basis, and one to do Facebook ads. That is it. And those are your income-producing activities. But again, there's a hundred different ways to make money in exactly. real estate. I just pointed out those four. Well, well thanks, Derek, for that. And that's what I was going to add on to it as we wrap this up, that I, there's so many different ways, or so many things to learn. You just got to find your niche. I always say that if I was to go back into real estate and to do this on a full-time basis, the amount of information out there and things you could learn now, maybe compared to 10 years ago, is night and day. So I think ultimately it's up to us individuals when we're in real yep. estate. Find your niche, find your strengths, and go hard and stay consistent and trust the process. So with that said, Derek Carlson, this is an awesome take here as we wrap up the quarter in 2019. And to everybody out there listening, we want to wish you success and and doing good things. And, and, and by all means, keep listening to these as Derek is always looking out for you. So... I appreciate you you here once again for the Lead Generation Lab podcast, The Science of Real Estate Agent Marketing.